you've entered the Houston Running Zone, the ultimate podcast for runners in the Houston area, featuring the everyday runners who inspire us, clubs, gear, races, and runcations. Houston, we've got the runs. All right, today in the zone, I have the co-race director for the Captain Kids Try coming up here in September of 2021. Here to give us some exciting details about this awesome race is Chris Sastala. Chris, welcome to the zone. All right, glad to be here. I'm excited to get back to racing again. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You guys had a had a forced year off. I guess you guys were able to defer everybody. I think I saw that. Yeah, we did. We we were lucky our race in September. We could make a call earlier than, than some of the other races that were less fortunate, but we, we were able to call enough. And I think we had about 150 kids that deferred. So we were able to defer everybody. And we only lost a few that were due to age group, you know, use that age group requirements. So we refunded yeah. the money. It's not a big deal. Wow, that's great! Glad you guys were able to do that, especially for kids. They, you know, they need yeah. it. Uh, they don't understand as much as as we do. <laughs> awesome. Well, full disclosure: my my daughter ran this race. It was 2016. I had to look it up. Loved uh-huh. it. Uh, she just slid under as a mini mate, so she was able to do the half mile because she's all about yeah. swim run. That's just not going to happen for. Her. Um, but I really want to talk about the stereotype, and I talked about this at, at previous episodes. People think, oh, try is an expensive sport. It's only for serious athletes. Number one, your price is under hundred bucks, right? Yeah, we 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 try to keep our prices as low as possible just to cover costs. I mean, we're I mean, we're we're trying to be a lot cheaper and, and more reasonable. There's no reason to charge a bunch of money for kids to do a short race in our minds. Um, it's just for the experience to introduce the sport to them. And, and it goes by so fast, (laughs) you know, the, the cost to me, the price shouldn't dictate whether a kid does it or not. You know, it should be cheap enough that it's easy to decide we're going to do this and having it at Moody gardens is awesome. The venue's awesome. They can stay the weekend. We normally book out the whole hotel which nice. is amazing. Um, it normally lands the week after Moody Gardens closes for the season, so it fits their schedule and it fits our schedule really good. Um, the kids and their families can make a short weekend of it just as school's starting up, and they normally do, and then we get the, the post-race party at the, at the Lazy River at Palm Beach is, is fun as well, so... Um, the kids have a really good time there. Yeah. And it's not expensive because as long as they have a bike or borrow a bike, uh, a kid, they should have a helmet. So oh, yeah. pretty good. <laughs> so there's really no added expense. I think there's like a license. It was like a year license that she had to do. Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah. So USAT has, has youth. It, it's like $10 a year for kids to have a membership. It's very inexpensive. And, and that gets you as a USAT athlete. And then, you know, people ask me all the time, what kind of bike do I need? Do I, you know, do I need a fancy bike? Can they ride a mountain bike? Can they ride a BMX? I'm like, as long as you don't have training wheels and it's two wheels and it's got a, it moves, you can ride it. Um, we have kids at all 
all different kinds of bikes. We got kids that, well, I mean, they can't use the aero bikes because that's illegal for use at rules for youth, but they can use a road bike and anywhere down to a BMX with flags on it. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> we took off the uh, the Hello Kitty basket yeah. the morning of. We're like, we should probably take this off. This looks right. a little ridiculous. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, they're serious racers as well. Um, and I know you guys do the the captain's wave. And I like it from the perspective of the serious racers can race with the serious racers. But also, uh, you know, when my daughter was nine years old, it's like, okay, this is intimidating. Um, it's, <laughs> so you've kind of separated the fun from the serious. So you kind of mentioned the captain's wave, how that works out for you guys. Yeah, so so we've evolved over the years, and, and a lot of our evolution has been from feedback from racers. We do have um, kids that have done this race multiple times, and some are very serious, you know, serious competitive triathletes that have done it. And we always take the feedback. They're the ones that always give the most feedback. But um, we take their feedback, and over the years, we've decided to give what's called a captain's wave, which we we leave it open to the kids and their coaches. There's no real cutoff time. It's just to get the more experienced kids that have done triathlons that don't want the traffic of a bunch of newbies, and they want to get out and race. So over the years, we've, we've split and had a captain's wave. Um, we do it for the mates and the mini mates division. Um, if kids are younger and they want to race in the older kids division, it also gives them an opportunity to race with other kids that are more experienced because our distances aren't, aren't long when you look at youth triathlons. Um, but, but it gets those kids that have, have experience to, to get out and race and not be worried about having to run over somebody who's just learned how to ride their bike a week ago. Cause yeah, we get those you. kids too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I mean, this year, you know, last year we did, we did the captain's wave and we kind of did overall awards. Well, I'll say last year, two years ago, um, last year we entered, we were going to introduce individual age groups in the, in the captain's wave this year. We're going to do them more like, other events where we're going to go nine and 10 year olds, 11 and 12 year olds, 13 and over. So it'll be two age years grouped together, but that gives more awards, more chances for kids to get some cool awards, which for us, um, Kathy and Greg and Jen do an awesome job at picking unique awards. Oh, okay. Excellent. You're going to have to sneak that out on your Facebook page soon. Yeah, well, we uh, we tend to keep it close secret, but normally the awards are pretty cool. So, um, and and they're unique. So we we have to shop. We Jen and Kathy do an awesome job at finding unique pirate themed awards that we can give to the top placers. And you know, kids that are in the regular wave get the same awards too if they score in the top three. I think we're doing the top three, maybe four this year. So yeah. um, it gives more opportunity for more kids to, to place. And then it's also the incentive to draw those experienced kids into the captain's wave. Now, you said the, the there's a, obviously a, a pirate-type theme. Uh, is that going to also go with the medals as well? For, oh, for yeah. medals, for you know, participation medals, I should say. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we get to, 
we get to get a little creative with that every year, so that's cool. It's always going to be some type of pirate-themed award. Um, and that's what, I mean, to me, it's it kind of makes the race a little unique is there's a cool theme near the water um, with Moody Gardens there. And, and then still, every year, we've been able to give away to the overall winners – um, I think we used to give a, a penguin experience where they got to go to Moody Gardens and meet the oh, penguins. Cool. So Moody Gardens has always been awesome at giving us cool awards for the overall winners so they can come back and visit Moody Gardens at their own time. So Awesome. I mean, kids yeah. always have the cool themes. I wish the adult tries and races had cool themes. I mean, unless you're secretly a pirate, we watched the dodgeball movie and that guy was secretly a pirate. So there you go. I think if you did our race for adults, it would fill up faster than the kids race. Like I think adults would love to have a sprint try that's swim in the lazy river sprint two miles on the bike or four miles on the bike and then have a mile run and then have a party afterwards. I think adults would love it too. Yeah. And we can put some cannons over the lazy river just to shock them every once in a while. That's right. We'll leave the, we'll leave the lazy river on while they're swimming. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, A rum drink. There we go. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I like how the first timers like, okay, so let's take my daughter when she did her, that was actually her first try was there. Some kids are like, they're intimidated. Okay. I have a bike, I have a helmet. Great. Are, do you do like coaching programs? Do you guys like recommend anything for the racers to get ready? So they don't go, okay, what, when, where am I supposed to get off the bike and things like this? Yeah. I, I, I do a group in league city in my area. It's called next gen try. We've been doing it for, I can't even tell you. It's been over 10 years now. Wow. Um, and we have this year we're huge. Like this is our biggest year. We just started two weeks ago and we have over 65 kids signed up and we meet on Sundays in Lake city. But, but with, with the growth of youth triathlon, there's been a growth of teams around the area. And so one thing we encourage is if, if, you know, you live in a certain area, look at that area and see what teams are in the area. And they always have groups for beginners. Um, I, I know the Woodlands has a group that goes year round for all abilities. Um, there, Katie has some Fury, the Fury Tri group. I mean, there's several um, youth clubs around that teach triathlon. But for our race, and, and since, uh, I mean, my group that I train in League City is mostly beginners. We don't, we don't take it to the next level where we're, we're trying to identify that next great triathlete. We, we're strictly beginner-based and focused on beginners. But in, in doing that for so long and in doing this race, my, my message to, you know, the other directors and, and all our volunteers, which we call deckhands, is you never let the kid make a choice. So in a race, if a kid has to make a decision, whether I go left or right or turn around or go straight, they're always going to make the wrong, not always, but they usually will make the wrong decision and create (laughs) chaos. So our message to all of our discipline directors is we, we, if you have a thousand cones, you use a thousand cones. 
if you have volunteers placed out, you spread them out. So kids never have to make a decision. They, they always are directed. I mean, you got to take that pressure away from the kid and let them just go, you know, mm-hmm. and if they leave their helmet on, you, you catch them and you get them to fix it. If I, I think we do a great job of making sure that every kid has the best chance of finishing. In fact, in several years we've had, and this is unreals. We've had a hundred percent attendance and a hundred percent finish rates in the past. Oh, wow. No so seven-year-old crying at the, yeah. Okay. We've had chains break where, I mean, we have a, a bike mechanic that roams the course. Um, I had a girl who, whose chain broke one year coming out of transition and, and I saw it and I ran to my truck and grabbed my bike and gave it to her and she raced the race on my bike. Um, we've had, I mean, we've just had so many stories where kid, you know, we have volunteers spread out all through the bike course and all through the run course. If some kids struggling, the direction is to, that kid has to finish. So we got to figure out how to get him to the finish line. So, um, it's never really caused a lot of delays. You know, we had, you know, we've had bike mechanic issues, but we worked through it. And um, to me, the me- the messages to us and our volunteers or deckhands are, don't ever let the kids make a decision, do it for them so they can take that load off and have them just go as fast as they can, you know? We're in the Houston running zone. We've got the runs. Yeah, it was, it felt, it felt safe. Um, even for the, you know, mini mates and the mates and everything. Uh, we loved it and definitely want to come back if I can talk her into doing the, the longer course now as a 14 year old. Um, but okay. So the ages, number one, hundred percent, that's awesome. But the ages are what, what, what's the earliest? What's the latest? So we'll take anybody six years at the end of the year, six years old, um, the mini mates goes up to 10. So really six to 10 years old. And that's USAT age. And then 11 and older do the mates division. But if you look at our distances, they're, they're short either way. I mean, we're not, Mm -hmm. we're, we're limited on the bike course where we can go to be safe. So we take it, as far as we can to be safe, but anything longer we would create, we're, we're riding on roads that we don't want to be on for, we don't want kids out there riding on those roads. Yes. Yes. So, which is great. Yeah. And then the run, the run's awesome. It's through Moody gardens and then through Palm beach. And we try to keep the distances short so the kids can still enjoy it at the end. Um, we're not here to try to make endurance athletes out of them. We just want them to have a good time and do a triathlon. You know, I, I don't want, I'm not taking credit for the whole race because I couldn't have done it without Kathy, Greg and Jen. They're amazing. Um, but the thought and Kathy, Greg and I started it. Um, it really started about five years before our first race. And that was just, a vision of, Hey, we could do a kid's race here. It's perfect setup. There's no crossing of, of, of courses. 
you know, we just need to do it. And, and at the time, Greg and Copy worked close with Iron Man and Moody Gardens, and they did several races there on their own. Um, we just got together and put it together. And it's it, to me, it's the perfect course for kids. The, the parents can stay in one place and see a bunch. The kids are never too far away from home base and transition. And it's short enough that they're not challenged and they're not going to be out there struggling. Cause we all know I, I've done enough races to know that the further away you get from transition, the more people struggle. There's a lot of walking going on and some tears out there, <laughs> but when yep. you can always reach the finish line. It's close by. So well, one other thing about safety is it's in the lazy river so worst case they stand up, um, yes. but you've also spaced it out, which I've noticed. Can I talk like, is there like a couple seconds spacing? In other words, they're not going to get kicked in the head um, right. swimming. How, how do you do the spacing on that? Yeah. So it's a time trial start. We line them up by, by number. I mean, everything's raced by number. Um, we try to give them, you know, five to 10 seconds in between and the lazy river there is wide enough that you can pass with no issues. Mm -hmm. um, we've never had a problem in the, in the swim portion of it. And even good swimmers can, can navigate their way through the crowd's never going to be big. And, you know, like you said, if, they, if you get in trouble, there's lifeguards there. We've never had to use one. Um, just stand up if you need to, but you're done with the swim before you even know you're wet. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, um, and you said about the water park, you guys obviously turn it on uh, for the lazy river for, for everybody after the race is over. Do you yeah. get like one pass for like a family member? How does that work out for the uh, after party? Usually it's for, so it's, it normally includes the whole family. I mean, a family of four. Oh, so nice. the, racer, the racer will get in um, free with their band, but normally we give three passes per racer. So a family of four can go to the park afterwards. Okay, excellent. See, it's been five years. So I, I forgot about that. I, yeah. I, I had to pay a little bit. There we go. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I do have um, some additional questions for you at the very end, but anything else you'd like to plug about the race? Because I really want, you know, new, especially the young new athletes to get involved in this from six to is the maximum age again was 16? 14. 14. 14. Cool. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, anything else unique about the race you'd like to plug? Again, that Moody Gardens is a perfect venue. It's a perfect time of year for the family to get away just as school's starting back up kind of the end of the summer a little trip um we we cap our race at 700 kids just because i mean we could go more but to us it just gets too crowded um we want to keep it there it's a cozy number we've been able to pull it off we've grown every year a little bit by a little bit but we're we're at our max where we want to be um we will fill up again this year we're confident um if, if you're on the fence it's a great race um it's a fun weekend come down and enjoy it if you want to come down that day you can but um again our our we have great deck hands that help in transition um, they they probably work harder than anybody. The whole race is we we don't make the kids rack their own bike. We help them. 
so it helps keep the flow going and transition. Um, I'll argue that our transition and kids race is the best in the in the country, and you'll never argue, you'll never convince me otherwise. I mean, we get very good feedback. Oh yeah. Um, we we get we get some some constructive feedback as well, and we listen to those things and we respond to all feedback. Um, we take we've made many changes over the years based off of the feedback we've we've had, and we learn every year. So um, we're flexible. We we try to accommodate the athletes, whether it's the big mosquitoes that we had two years ago, or um, by the way, at Moody Gardens you can't spray mosquito spray they're not allowed to spray mosquito spray because it's a um i guess a government funded park or they get mm. funding and it's a rainforest so they don't spray for mosquitoes so the mosquitoes aren't ours but um but anyway we we've tried different ways to start the race we've split out the captain kit the, the captain's waves you know, we're always evolving and trying to make it even better for the kids. Um, Post-race is fun. We get cool awards, um, cool medals. I've never, I've, I've never met a kid that didn't enjoy it. And I'm proud of that. And our team is very proud of that. And we work hard to make sure that the kids go away with a great experience and the families. I mean, as a, as a spectator, you can see everything in one or two locations. You don't have to move very far. So uh, to me, it's the perfect race course for a kid's race and it's very safe. So hundred percent. Yeah. Loved it. And if my daughter was on a race, it'll come out and be a deckhand. Either way. I'd love to see how, it, how it's yeah. grown over five years. I was impressed five years ago. Well, yeah. Be more impressed well, now. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. And we do. I mean, the other thing that's important to us is, is, and then sometimes it causes a, a delay at the finish line a little bit, but we always are big on youth races is kids matching up with their their parents at the end of the race. I mean, I think some races kind of let kids go at the finish line. And to me, that's we, we follow you all the way through to the finish. So we make sure that when your kid finishes, someone who's supposed to, to be there to pick them up is there to pick them up. We're not just going to turn them loose into an area because it is crowded. Um, we want to make sure that, that guardians are there to meet them and, and parents are there to meet them where they need to be. So th those things are important to us. I mean, the kids' safety is very high on our list. Awesome. Yeah, definitely uh, looking forward to it. Well, I got three last questions. Call it the lightning round. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> All right. What's your favorite part about race directing? Um, I, you know, race directing kids races is amazing. It's, uh, I love, I'm a coach myself. I love cheering the kids on. I'll be in transition with a microphone and I can see part of the run course and I try to get them running when I see them walking. Um, my kids race as well. So I, I love watching youth kids have a good time. So, and, and, you know, I loved racing triathlon, um, I think it's a, it's a healthy sport. It's definitely gets the kids out of the house and doing different things. So to me, the youth races is I'm, I'm all in. Um, <laughs> I'm all in. I, I love seeing the kids have a good time. 
Yeah, I just want to double check on the date. It's Sunday, September 12th at Moody Gardens. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, question number two. Describe your personal running form as an animal. Um, I'm like a rhino. Secretly, I, c- I could run pretty good, but I'm a big dude. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I-, I think I think I'm just a big uh, – I think rhinos can go pretty fast. Um, I-, I was decent for a big guy, but uh, it-, it isn't pretty. That's for sure. Once you get going, it's hard to stop, though. So there you go. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lean forward and don't fall down. That's my motto. <laughs> All right, and of course, as a uh, fellow Texan, whether you're imported or born here, I'm imported. What's your favorite culinary guilty pleasure? I'm I'm vegan, so uh, that, that's kind of tough. But I, I like a good salad. That's all. Salad and veggies. I'm a boring kind of guy. So, yeah. any, um, any do you like to make your own? Any place you want to plug that has awesome stuff? Oh no, I I love Zoe's Kitchen, man. Their their Greek oh. salad is awesome. Oh yeah, they have the. How do, what's their secret to their quinoa? I don't know. I don't it's, know. It's amazing. I don't know because when I make it, it doesn't taste like that. No, mine tastes like like heavy. Like, yeah. How, how can water be heavy? I don't even use broth. I don't know. That's I'll right. Yeah. Zoe's yeah. Kitchen, definitely awesome. Yes. <laughs> Appreciate. It. Well, thank you so much, Chris. Look forward to checking out the race uh, personally, whether my daughter's racing it or not. And uh, thanks for all your time. Awesome. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll look forward to seeing you and we'll definitely put you to work if you want to be a deckhand for sure. <laughs> you bet. As always, podcasts are free. All we ask is if you know somebody that could use this information, just share it with them. And if you want to be the first to find about an upcoming weekly episode, simply hit the subscribe, follow plus button. And if you like this episode, please rate us and leave us a quick review. More importantly, looking forward to sharing another episode next week. Thanks for visiting the Houston Running Zone. If you know someone you'd like to be featured in the zone, go to thehoustonrunningzone.com and send us a message. Until next week, always remember, Houston, we've got the runs.